Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Welcome to the Tudor Dixon podcast. Hey everyone, you know, we have heard so much about the children of Gaza and the children of Israel, but I started asking myself, are any of us here in America speaking from a place of true knowledge and experience? I really started to say, are we all just like spewing the hot take. We hear all of these hot takes and much of that is speculation. It can be hard to remember that when we're reading our social media feeds and getting riled up for this issue or that cause, that maybe the folks that are talking about it have not actually been there. They're not actually speaking from a place of experience. That's why we wanted to get someone who could actually talk about it from that place of experience. And today we're fortunate to have a guest who actually went behind the scenes and not only learned what goes on with these terror organizations, but also documented it in her 2006 film, The Making of a Martyr. I'm not gonna lie, it's tough stuff. Seeing what these kids face is shocking. It's nothing like what kids face in our country, where in our country we're focused on reading, math, and health. In fact, you can't put a price on your health. I just wanna tell you, I stay energized and keep doing what I love every day because I get the maximum servings and nutrition of fruits and vegetables. I rely on balance of nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule to give me the maximum nutrition of 31 whole fruits and veggies every day. Balance of nature is giving listeners 35% off any first preferred order plus free shipping with promo code TUTOR. So just go to balanceofnature.com and enter promo code TUTOR to get started today. Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule are powdered in an advanced vacuum cold process, keeping the maximum nutrition intact. Put your health first the easy way with Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule. Get 35% off your first preferred order shipped to you free with promo code TUTOR at balanceofnature.com. I feel confident about my health because of Balance of Nature. Check out all the testimonials from people like you on their website to see how Balance of Nature is making a difference in their lives. 
go now to balanceofnature.com and get 35% off your first preferred order shipped free with promo code TUTOR. Actually, go right after you hear from our guest because you don't want to miss this. Let's welcome our guest in, Brooke Goldstein, to the podcast. Brooke is a human rights attorney and the founder of the Lawfare Project, which provides pro pro bono legal representation to the victims of anti-Semitism. And she's the founder of the End Jew Hatred Movement. Brooke, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I appreciate it. I actually, I was watching some of the clips from your documentary and that's kind of, I really wanted to get into that because I think that is where everybody gets their heartstrings tugged, right? We think about the kids over there. We think about what happened to the families in Israel, but then you have this, this counter argument that all of these kids are in Gaza and these attacks are hurting kids on both sides. What I found most interesting about your documentary is that these kids in a lot of cases are being abused and they become the the terror. They are used as terror pawns of the terrorists. They go in with the suicide vests. One of the kids that you had in your documentary was only six years old. So how do you fix that? I mean, tell us a little bit about why you did it. Tell us a little bit about the documentary and then help us understand what happens when kids this age are brought into terror organizations. So first of all, Tudor, I want to thank you for bringing up the issue of the child abuse that's happening and the mass radicalization, as well as my film, because as you mentioned in the beginning, a lot of reporters are covering the conflict from this place of extreme privilege here in the West, even if they're in Israel, they're reporting from a hotel in Tel Aviv. Gaza is run by Hamas. There are actually no journalists in Gaza. Everybody who is um, getting the news is getting it from Hamas. Hamas does not allow the international press to enter into Gaza to document firsthand and see what's going on. And prior to the war, if you wanted to enter Gaza, you had to do so with Hamas permission on a Hamas tour. And obviously they were setting up stories. They weren't showing you the reality because the reality is, as we documented in our award-winning film, The Making of a Martyr, there is a system of a oppression and mass child abuse and indoctrination and radicalization that's happening, not just in Gaza, by the way, but also in Judea, Samaria, in the Palestinian administered territories where children, innocent children from infancy are being taught through their school textbooks, by their television programs, by their religious leaders, often by their own family, that the greatest thing that they should aspire to is violence, is jihad, is their own death while killing Jews in the process. That this is a religious duty for them. So this indoctrination starts the radicalization of Muslim youth, which in my opinion, as a human rights attorney, is one of the greatest crimes against humanity because you are destroying the future of that innocent child, whether you are Muslim or Christian or Jewish, it doesn't matter. All children deserve an education and a media free of incitement to hate and violence. And yet if you go into the schools as we did, for example, in Ramallah, in Tulkam, in Junin, in Nablus, what you see are not schools, 
indoctrination and recruitment centers. And nowhere is this more prevalent than in the United Nations run schools, the UNRWA schools, the UNRWA, the United Nations Relief Works Agency, which is the arm of the United Nations tasked with uh, providing education to the Palestinian Muslim population. Now, these schools, especially in Gaza, have been completely taken over by Hamas. UNRWA right. has actually hired teachers off the Hamas payroll. They teach from curriculum provided by Hamas. And they have allowed Al-Qutla al-Islamiyah, which is Hamas's youth wing, to recruit children out of their schools to become suicide homicide bombers, to become child soldiers, and to act as human shields. And in Gaza, in particular, and I'll conclude with this thought, the purpose of Gaza since the Israeli withdrawal in 2005 has been to create the largest civilian human shield rocket launching pad for terrorism and human history. And that's what is happening to the children in Gaza. There are weapons being stored in children's schools and obviously under hospitals as well. And innocent Muslim children are being used as human shields for the sole purpose of Hamas's terror and propaganda war. And when we say human shields, I want to dig into that a little bit because I think people... Some people hear that and they think, you know, people are running around holding a kid up. But you're talking about they're putting this into hospitals. They're putting their op their their military or militant operations into hospitals and schools because they're saying because then they can come out and say, oh, they bombed a school. But they're hiding the, the whole operation there behind these kids. So these kids, they know these kids are going to die. And their intent is for these children to die. And actually what I am talking about is physically also using children, holding the children as human shields. When I interviewed two soldiers for my film, um, this actually didn't make the final cut, but we have it. And actually I think I'm going to upload it. Um, it was such a powerful interview. There were two soldiers, they were actually brothers. Um, and the uh, brothers explained to me how when they were uh, fighting that there was an instance actually where the terrorists were using babies. They were using Muslim babies, holding them literally as shields as they were shooting at the soldiers. And I asked them, well, you know, what do you do in that circumstance? And one of the soldiers said, well, you know, if it's between me and him, I have no choice. I have to shoot because, you know, the laws of armed conflict are clear. The person who puts the child in harm's way is then responsible for the foreseeable result. Whereas the younger brother said, you know, I, I couldn't live with myself if I shot the child, you know, I would rather take the bullet myself. And, and these are exactly the types of split second decisions that will cost you your life on the battlefield. Besides actual physical human shields, exactly what you said is correct. The hospitals, the schools, and I just uploaded a couple videos now on Instagram also showing evidence of this, are literally used to store weapons, but the grounds of the schools are also used as rocket launching areas 
where the uh, Hamas or the Al-Aqsa Martyr Brigades or the Islamic Jihad, or there's a whole range of, of different terrorist groups that operate in this area. It's not just Hamas. Um, go into these schools. They fire the rockets knowing that the Israelis are going to have no choice but to fire back. They run away and then they leave uh, the children there and their teachers, again, to act as human shields, relying on the fact that the IDF is the most humane army in the world. And if it can, it will not uh, carry out that attack. Only under the circumstances where it's absolutely necessary will the IDF then target um, what is a, a civilian shield entity. And you see this now in the fighting in Gaza, where the IDF does everything they can to warn the civilians to evacuate, to provide a corridor for the civilians to evacuate. And even when they do so, Hamas refuses to allow them to evacuate. We well, saw that's what I, I wanted to ask that because like my Western mind is trying to process this. And I think that's the problem that we have across the United States right now is that we think of this from our own life experience, from our own Western world. And my Western mind says to me, why do these parents send their kids to this school? Because there is no way I would I would just absolutely no way I would refuse to allow my kids to go to school knowing that this was going on. Why is there no alternative? Why don't they just keep them home? Why do they go to school? So first of all, they have no choice. The indoctrination system is pervasive. It's not just the school system. It's the cartoons, it's the radio, it's the broadcast from the mosques every day, broadcasting violence. It's a culture. It's a culture of violence. And um, if you talk about this, you are labeled racist, you're labeled Islamophobic. But I always thought to myself how ironic that was if people like me are risking their life. And I, I risked my life for a, a period of, of two years going in and out of these areas controlled by designated terrorist groups to document this form of child abuse, okay? If risking your life to make the argument that Muslim children are innocent, Muslim children don't deserve this, if that's anti-Muslim, if being anti-terror is anti-Muslim, what then is pro-Muslim? And isn't that in and of itself the bigotry, the bigotry of low expectations where you're infantilizing this community saying, well, this is their culture. They have no choice. They do have a choice. And the other thing that I realized um, when I was filming is that the Palestinian people, whether you're living in the so-called West Bank or Gaza, are being held hostage by radical elements. And there's a huge difference between the adult population and the child population. Now, let me explain. When we were interviewing adults, some would say completely different things off camera than they would say on camera because they knew if they came out and criticized the Islamist mm. terrorists, that they would put their lives in danger. We actually had a very brave mother of Hussam Abdu, who's the main character of my film, who is a 15-year-old physically handicapped. He was rumored to be mentally handicapped, Palestinian boy who was recruited for a suicide homicide attack. And in the end, he ended up chickening out and not, not doing it. And you'll have to watch my movie to see what, what then happens to him. But we interviewed his parents on camera and his parents were adamant 
that they did not support these activities. They were very brave to tell us that on camera. They said he was duped. They don't support the recruitment and they wanted their son back. We then interviewed his older sister. She was about 12, 13 years old. And she was very proud of her brother. She held up a certificate that was given to her by Hamas, praising her brother as a martyr, as a hero. And her indoctrination level was higher. And as a child, she doesn't have the capability to make these types of decisions. She doesn't have the capability to really understand what she's saying. That's why we have special laws for children to protect children. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll continue next on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com iHeart. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
I'm listening to what you're saying, and it's so reminiscent of some of the folks that we've had on this podcast that have talked about sex trafficking in the United States. And it's the same thing where the parents are like, I had no idea. This is not what I wanted. They got to my kid. My kid was somehow vulnerable. Either they they said, we're going to get you something that you've never had. You're going to have nice things. You're going to be held in high esteem. They're, they get to these kids who, and, and the boy, you're the 15 year old boy you're talking about who had a physical, um, limp and, and was teased by the kids in school. He was vulnerable to that message. And I think, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, these kids are, are just bad kids. And I do, I mean, I'm guilty of thinking to myself, well, this is not like our kids, like our kids here in the United States couldn't get drawn into this. But I'm naive in the fact that this doesn't happen. I don't have to worry about this. I don't have to worry about the government coming into my school and telling my child that you're going to have this beautiful. Well, what are they? Why do you? I mean, let me ask you that. Is there is this heaven? What are they going to? Why? Why die for this cause? It's theology. Um, people don't understand that the conflict we have throughout the Middle East, you know, the so-called Israel-Palestine conflict, which I think is um, a little bit misnamed. There's no conflict between the Israeli people and the Arabs. There's a conflict between terrorist groups that are proxies of Iran and Qatar in the Western world. And this is a religion uh, based, a theologically uh, theological based war. Um, it's the same as ISIS, Al-Qaeda, the Taliban. There is a radical version of Islam that is being used to preach violence, to recruit violence, and to justify terrorism against civilians. And what's happening in Gaza is exactly the same. Um, this is not about land for peace. We all know the Palestinians were offered dozens of times to have their own state, but that's not what they want. They want a jihad. And, and it's very clear. We in the West, we, like you said, we, we impose our own thoughts. But if we just listen even to what they're saying at the pro-Hamas chants all over the world, in London and Sydney, on the streets of New York and Paris, they're chanting from the river to the sea. The goal is to reestablish an Islamic caliphate over what they claim is Muslim land and to defeat the infidel, to kill non-Muslims and to subjugate them. And if you watch Palestinian Authority TV, if you watch Iranian TV, if you listen to what they're saying, they have no qualms about what they're doing. They're, they're telling you what they're doing. And they view Israel as a little America because they view Israel as the other, as a Western ideology, as a non-Muslim ideology. And the hatred that they direct against Israel, against Jews, is the same hatred they direct against the United States. They direct against Britain, they direct against every Western country. And we have to wake up and realize that we are all in this together, that creating another Palestinian Islamic state in a sea of failed Islamic fascist dictatorships is not going to be a solution to the very real problem of radical Islam. And yet when we started waking up to this after 9-11 and people in the counterterrorism community and a lot of my clients, for example, and moderate Muslims started going on the media, started talking about this, writing books about this, politicians raising alarm about this. 
There was a campaign to slander and defame anyone who was speaking about theologically motivated terrorism as a threat to peace, as a threat to the West, as anti-Islam, as Islamophobic. And that campaign was very strategic because it managed to silence and intimidate people from talking about this. And then came the woke and the political correctness. We've turned a blind eye, not just to what's happening in the Middle East, but radicalization on our own campuses. I want to point something out when you talk about this, because I think that we see this radicalization on our campuses and we think this all just started, you know, and even though we hear, oh, this has been going on for thousands of years, this battle between the Israelis and the Arabs. And, and I mean, you know, we can read through history that that is true. But I think that this is so personal now because we have we have students on either side of it. And a lot of students on the side of the terror organization, and they think that this is they think this has just happened. They think that Israel has just occupied. I mean, I heard a kid say, well, just a few years ago, the Palestinians lived there and the Israelis kicked them out. Like people don't know the history. But I want to point out that in your movie, The Making of a Martyr, that is almost 20 years ago that you did, you made that movie. Almost 20 years ago, you're seeing this. And now in that time, in that space, we have had people like Rashida Tlaib here in Michigan get into Congress. And that chant that you were talking about is a chant that she is out there. She made a, a, a an actual, I guess I would call it an ad that she put out on Twitter warning. No, not warning, I would say threatening the president of the United States. We are not with you unless you agree with us saying from the river to the sea. That is a call to exterminate Jewish people. So what is your take on Rashida Tlaib and our college students looking at that and going, man, this is a congresswoman. She must, I mean, you have authority as a congresswoman. Right. So to, to address your first point as well, you have to live in a total historical vacuum. You have to be completely ignorant of history um, to take the position that this is Israel's fault, that Israel occupies Gaza and there has to be a ceasefire. There was a ceasefire on October the 6th, and that ceasefire was broken by Hamas. Israel was sending millions of dollars worth of aid to Gaza. They were letting thousands of Gazans cross the border every day to come into Israel for jobs. Thinking, Tens of thousands. Thousands. And, and many of those thousands participated in the attack. People don't know this. It wasn't just Hamas that came over the border. It was thousands of regular, everyday Gazan citizens that stormed the border and committed atrocities against innocent civilians. Um, to say, for example, Gaza is occupied is insane. Israel pulled out every single man, woman, and child because the world told the Jewish state that if you leave Gaza, if you create a Palestinian state, if you let them govern themselves, there will be peace. And a lot of people warned about what exactly happened, which is that Gaza would be taken over by terrorists and would be used as the largest civilian uh, rocket launching pad in history. And that's exactly what happened. And in terms of Rashida Tlaib, 
The Lawfare Project um, a couple weeks ago actually submitted a report and a demand to the uh, Congressional Ethics Committee uh, demanding that she be censured. And so we were really happy to see that in the end she was, um, because there's nothing that is a greater threat to the integrity of the U.S. government and the safety of the United States of America than members of Congress who are pro Hamas, members of Congress who openly support terrorism, not just against Israelis, against Americans. Over 30 Americans are dead. We have American servicemen being attacked all over the world by Hamas and their allies and Iranian and Qatar proxies. We have Americans currently being held hostage and we have pro-Hamas members of the U.S. government that not only openly support terrorism, terrorism against Americans, but who also feel comfortable to attend pro-Hamas rallies and chant genocidal chants that advocate for the elimination of the Jewish state and the Jewish people. And Americans need to think long and hard where this country is going if we continue to allow our students and our youth to be indoctrination, to be indoctrinated, not just by members members of Congress, but pro-Hamas academia. A report just came out by um, NCRI, um, and I always forget what the acronym stands for, so you'll forgive me, uh, the National uh, Contagion Research Institute or something like that, um, which documented that Qatar has spent over $1 billion a year for the last 10 years, that's $10 billion. And that's what they could uncover. And there's tons of undocumented funding as well. And the funding is going to our universities to fund Middle Eastern Studies Department, critical race theory, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, to radicalize the American population, not just against Israel, but to be anti-American. And that is the point. We cannot see this not only in a historical vacuum, but we also cannot view this just in a, a so-called Israeli-Palestine vacuum. The problem is not over there. The problem is here, and we're seeing that right now. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll continue next on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. 
sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me bring this home for our listeners a little bit, like bring this all together for you. Because a few weeks ago, we had a young woman on here named Raina. She is a an she's a motivational speaker. She mentors high school kids. She also spent a year in Israel. She experienced anti-Semitism here in the United States when she moved from Memphis or from Tennessee to Florida. One of her students last week, and this is just so devastating to think about this because I think that people need to understand that Americans fight for the IDF. Americans go over there and they serve. And we had a young woman from Georgia who was one of her students. And she sent us this and she said, this is just, this is what, this is the reality. Grew up in Georgia, grew up as an American, went back to serve. When this happened, went back to serve. She was stabbed 20 times and killed. This is someone who is, is someone who lived like us. You know, the, the same is true of Israeli people. They are a Western country. And so she went over there and she was stabbed and, and killed by one of the Hamas, I guess, terrorists. I, I don't know how else to say it, but I, it, I struggle to say it, honestly, because it was a 15-year-old boy. A 15-year-old boy who was able to stab someone 20 times, stab a woman 20 times and kill her. And it was so shocking to me because I have a 14-year-old daughter who is dating a 15-year-old boy. And I cannot imagine this boy having that in him. You know, what does it take to create that? And how disarming for someone to have a child attack them. I mean, I think it is so hard for us to understand. You've been fighting so hard for these kids, but is there a real way to save these children if this is so ingrained in society there? Well, you ask, what does it take for a 15-year-old to become a murderer? And the answer is that it takes a lifetime of indoctrination. And that's why this is the greatest crime against humanity, because not only are you turning children into killers and, and ruining their future and destroying them, psychologically destroying them forever, but you are supporting violence against others as well. Uh, look, I, I, I write about this a lot in my book, um, And You Hatred, a manual for mobilization, which is coming out and actually available now for pre-order. And I answer this question, how have we come to this place? Where does Jew hatred come from? And while everyone is capable of hatred, okay, when, when you're born, you have a whole different types of emotions. You can hate, you can love. Jew hatred is taught. Nobody is born an anti-Semite. And what we've seen in the uh, Palestinian context 
is a culture that is entirely based on indoctrination of their children towards hatred. They're not teaching their children to become lawyers, to become doctors, to seek a better life, to engage in peace. There, there is no peaceful Palestinian movement. There is no Palestinian movement for democracy. It just doesn't exist. It is a movement for violence and for hatred. And we need to call this out for what it is. And we cannot be afraid of speaking the truth because when you advocate against this type of hatred, what you're really doing is you're doing pro-Palestinian advocacy. Because if you really care about Palestinian children, if you really care about the future of the Arabs in the Middle East, then you want to advocate for a non-violent solution. And if you support Hamas, if you even support the PA or Fatah or Islamic Jihad or the Al-Aqsa Martyr Brigades, you are supporting the continued oppression and violence against innocent Palestinian people. I think that's something we so desperately needed to hear. And, and I want to say again that I think that the folks listening should watch your documentary. Where can they find it? We put it online for free. I believe now it exists on a platform called Vimeo. And I think you can find it simply by Googling the making of a martyr documentary film. Probably add my name in that Google search, Brooke Goldstein, and it will come up. And I welcome any comments. And unfortunately, the documentary, even though it was released in 2006, unfortunately could not be more relevant today because if anything, things have gotten very much worse. And tell folks, folks about where to pre-order the book, And You Hatred. You can go on Amazon and uh, Google or search End You Hatred, a manual for mobilization. Please do pre-order the book and leave a comment as well about what your expectations are, what your feelings are about the current climate. We welcome all comments. It was so nice to have you here today. Honestly, this is something that we we needed to hear. We needed that deeper understanding. Like I, when I started this podcast, I said, I see all these hot takes. I see all these people who act like they're coming from a place of knowledge. And we're all trying to figure it out because so many of us are looking at this from the standpoint of growing up in a society where you don't have these things pushed on you. So hearing from you today, getting the background, Brooke Goldstein, it was very, very, very helpful to us. Thank you for having me. I just want to make one more small point, um, sort of coming off what, what you just said. It, all of these protests, again, um, they complain about colonialism, but it occurred to me the other day that uh, while watching actually videos of really brave Gazans filming themselves, criticizing Hamas, uh, begging the world to listen to them, that they don't support Hamas, that they want the Israelis to get rid of Hamas, um, and then watching videos of members of the Western media justify Hamas. I thought, well, isn't this just a modern form of, of colonialization where people in the West from their place of privilege are promoting a terrorist group 
to control violently an indigenous population when that population itself doesn't want them. And I want everybody to think about that. Think about the effect of the Western media acting as appeasers and justifiers for Hamas when the population itself is suffering under this terrorist government. You are complicit in the abuse, the continued abuse of the Palestinian Arab people if you support Hamas. I think it's such an important point. It's something that we don't we aren't able to unpack on our own. So I appreciate that you were able to pull back the layers of this onion today because honestly, it was something I needed to understand as a mom of four kids because I'm going, how, how, how? I don't get it because I don't live it and I don't understand it. And you were there, like you said, you spent the two years. I, I really encourage people to watch that because I think we're all wondering, well, what is it, what is it really like? And I think that the making of a martyr will help everyone. Brooke Goldstein, thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us on the Tudor Dixon podcast. For this episode and others, go to TudorDixonPodcast.com. You can subscribe right there or head over to the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts and join us next time on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Have a blessed day. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. FrameBridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started. That's FrameBridge.com.